This is great. Chilling by the ocean, waves crashing, drink on the side. Death Star flying above me. Hey, those typhoons? The sun is out and our blockade is legal. Join Robin Vogt and Sean Me Show right now. Right now. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode uh, five of the recording of the Jesus. recap journey to episode nine. I'm losing my mind today. I can't speak. Oh, yes, guys. This is, this is episode five. We are recapping uh, all through the movies up till episode nine. So uh, today we're doing. Emperor Strikes Back. Mmm. Mmm. E-S-O-B. 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 I'm going to say that now. E-S-O-B. E-S-O-B? E-S-O-B. The E-S-O-B's. Sorry. But, um, why don't we start with, uh, uh, who did you start last time? Let's see, so, Sean, you left off. Sean, you started off last time, so... Who let Andrew go? I want to hear this Andrew? guy. I want to hear what Andrew, he what do, you, what do you start? Five. Okay, so my five takeaways from The Empire Strikes Back is... Well, re-watching it, Disney Plus made it look even better. Um, We're going to be just gawking every time, just our thoughts of it. It's going to get higher and higher. It really is. Um... But number five for me for The Empire Strikes Back is um, in the Wampa Cave, seeing Luke actually, like, yeah, we saw him kind of use the Force in A New Hope, but yeah. we didn't really fully see it when until Empire, when he forced pulled the lightsaber right. out of the snow. Um, that was a really cool moment. And then um, four is the Battle of Hoth. That is one of my favorite um, battles. Um, just the music, the snow, everything, the walkers, ATATs. I don't call them ATATs. ATATs, uh, yeah. And there, it definitely had that desperate feel. Like the empire, you felt the empire's strength there. Yeah. Um, well, granted, you feel the empire's strength throughout the entire movie, but right there was like, okay, the Empire is more than just the Death Star. They don't need, they don't necessarily need it to show their power. Um, three, um, the reveal of Darth Vader's Super Star Destroyer with the first hearing of the Imperial March and seeing like one of the Star Destroyers being covered in shadow and then you see the Star Destroyer and then you see Darth Vader where... I think I mentioned in... No, I didn't mention during the recording, but I didn't like the suit he had for A New Hope. I've just right. always had issues with it. Um, I know people love it 
I've just never been a fan of it. It was just something jarring to me. I was never a fan of the robes on top of the chest shield. I liked right. it underneath where you could see the armor a lot better. And mm-hmm. the shine to his suit in this one is definitely definitely a lot better, in my opinion. Um, but what about you guys um, for the suit itself? I mean, I've always been a big Vader guy. It's like the focus of my collection, essentially. Um, anything is that I have is really Vader focused. And I think one of the things when collecting anything surrounding Darth Vader, I think that the empire strikes back Vader style is one that I always go towards. Like, like you said, the robing on the outside for me was always like, "Eh, this is, I I never thought it as really being appealing at any sort of way. Like I I wanted to see his chest armor. I wanted to see his vulnerability. I mean, that's the whole reason (laughs) why Anakin got the suit in the first place was because it, it was meant to be clunky. It's even said in the comics and even in some of the Vader novels and stuff, like how clunky that suit is. He can't move the way he wants to in that thing. So when you have the robes on the outside, you just don't get that feeling of vulnerability with him. Um, It's more of just like a power look at that point. But in Empire Strikes Back, you see that armor. You see the many layers um, to him that exist and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think the new hope one is, is, is all right because it's similar to the one that we, of course we see in rogue one too. Um, but there's something special about the empire strikes back Vader mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, I didn't really care for the, the suit in the first one or, the, or I, I'm not a big suit guy. Like I didn't really, <laughs> he doesn't like a suit and tie. I know for me, I like the suit for Vader. I, I'm not a big fan uh, of his suit at all. I mean, <laughs> I wish I wish George Lucas made a better suit for him to look cooler, but right. the way it is, I didn't really bu- bug me at all. But right. I don't know. I can understand that. I mean, uh, I like the I like Rogue Rogue One's uh, the best. I think it looks. Pretty much based off of A New Hope, but it is definitely done a lot better. Yeah, it's it's designed, I think, just based off of. I mean, it's an interpretation, I think, of the Revenge of the Sith and then mm-hmm. the New Hope one. It's 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 not there yet to A New Hope, but it, it it's moving in its direction, obviously. Yeah. Rogue One suit definitely looked a lot better. Well, granted, yeah, it's A New Hope, but definitely looked a lot better. And yeah. you don't you don't see his eyes. No. Right. That that's always been an issue with me is that you could see through his lenses. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a New Hope, granted, yeah, they couldn't really do much with that. Uh, right. But this, no seeing his eyes behind the mask or anything like that. Yeah. And it still amazes me that with how shiny the helmet is in this, and even Return of the Jedi. That you don't see any cameras, anything in the yeah, reflective. Itself. No, mm-hmm. but granted, they probably they probably could remove it digitally, like if, in post production. But still, right. it impresses me that you don't see like any behind the scenes stuff, like cameras, right? Right. Like that um, mm-hmm. that was three, just three. Yeah, three, two would be Yoda training Luke. Specifically in Yoda's hut, where you get the reveal that he's Yoda. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. The way it's built up, 
and how he's been testing Luke the entire time. Right. Um, and you get to see and get a feel of how much history the character has. Right. How he says, for 800 years, I've trained Jedi. My own counsel, I will keep on who is to be trained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, and number one, the duel on Bespin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lightsaber duels. They fixed it a lot better in this. In the Blu-rays, they made it too bright in the carbon freezing chamber, in my right. opinion. This, they definitely darkened it, and it looked a lot better. Um, again, like we mentioned um, in A New Hope, the lightsabers look so much better. Vader's lightsaber looks a lot more red than it did um, before, because before they had it look kind of like a pinkish color, which was weird. Yeah. Uh, and then they fixed it to make it look more red. Um, and it's honestly the only time besides Rogue One, you see Vader ignite his lightsaber. Every True point. Everything else, he's, it's already ignited. Granted, maybe you see it <clears throat> turn of the Jedi, but you don't hear it turn on, which is weird. That is weird. It is. Huh. Interesting, interesting. I, I mean... Uh, what's your top five? Uh, I see you're thinking of really hard. That what you, what you think? Yeah. I mean, I think my number five is actually the Luke training sequence with Yoda. Um, and Andrew explains it beautifully. I think that there's so much that happens there that's so crucial to the story. It's not in my top three even, but it, it's it's very important to the storyline. Mm-hmm. And then my number four is when... And this is... I, I, I think it's definitely at the beginning when Han goes out searching for Luke... Um, at the beginning of Empire Strikes, some people say that that entire section in Empire Strikes Back is very drawn out. It's it's hard to really understand what the importance. But to Empire it is, Strikes but Back is perfect. It is <laughs> right, right. Nothing Empire Strikes Back is absolutely perfect in so many different ways. Um, but yeah, I, I think just to show the difference between A New Hope when Han comes back into the picture and saves Luke so that he can take the shot and then heading into empire strikes back where really Han does really care for Luke. We see that in that moment. He's really concerned about him and um, making sure that he's safe. It shows the growth of the character. It shows the growth of of Harrison Ford as an actor and it Mm -hmm. shows the growth of uh, Han Solo as a character, somebody who really was only out for himself for, for a very large amount of time. Um, so to see that with with that character in particular at the beginning of A New Hope was awesome. Number three for me is the actual battle on Hoth. Uh, I, I, that still sticks in my mind, them getting the tow cables out and wrapping around the uh, AT-ATs and taking them down. Then, of course, we lose um, Dak, of course. We lose, get squashed by the... Nobody, nobody liked Dak anyway. He was too. Well, I mean, the, the problem was was that you know Sean and I met John Morton. I feel bad. He got squished. Sorry. You know, poor John. Poor John. Squishy Dak. Squishy I Dak. Scott and Well, Dak. some people say that, that they noticed like Luke pulling him out of the. Yeah, he was trying to save him. So. He was trying to save him. And then he went for his lightsaber. I mean, that that's the. That's, that's more important. important. <laughs> that's more important than Dak at that point. Well, um, Dak's already dead, so... <laughs> so, that that was my uh, number three moment. My number two moment in Empire Strikes Back is, um, of course, the reveal of, uh, you know, 
basically that Vader is Luke's father. And just that whole sequence, the discussion that Luke and him are having, you know, that you killed my father and just, uh, I'm just reliving it now after watching it again. And it's just, it's so emotional and you can just see the mystery building up. Luke is sitting there as Vader's talking to him. He's like, Oh crap. Oh shit. This guy, (laughs) this guy knows exactly who I am. And he comes to that reality. And again, I mean, George really didn't plan. And this, we're going to talk more about what George's plans were going into empire strikes back. Mm But yes. Irving Kirshner and the the rest of the crew there that were working on it, I mean, in all honesty, George was really, like, the producer on it. He really wasn't the director behind a lot of this. And these were ideas that he had had but never really wanted to make come to fruition in particular. And everybody that worked with him on the project said, no, it's probably a good idea if you do this. It's 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 a different take. It allows us to build suspense and allows us to move into Return of the Jedi, which we'll be talking about coming on down the road here with a very different mindset on the character and the character buildup as well. So I think alone, that is the moment in Star Wars that always sticks out too. It wouldn't have worked if it was still the reveal of like Obi-Wan killing Lee yeah, it, yeah. it makes no sense. And... If it finished the way it did, why would Luke still want to be a Jedi? I know. I know. That wouldn't make any sense. So it only made sense, I think, um, for, for the entire moment. team. Yeah, and for that moment in particular, for that to happen the way it did. And then, of course, my number one moment in Empire Strikes Back, of course, is our introduction to Boba Fett. Uh, I, I love it when he's standing there and he looks at Boba Fett and he was like, you know, make sure Han is transported properly. And... Uh, he's no good to me dead. You know, that just hearing Boba Fett and actually seeing him go out and execute, execute Mm -hmm. the bounty as it was. It means so much to me now that I look at the Mandalorian too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was like our first introduction to that. And to see Besides the holiday special. (laughs) True. True. But I mean, the bounty hunters of star Wars, (laughs) Sean and I remember this from Rhode Island comic-con this, this year is that they are so crucial to the Star Wars story, and Empire Strikes Back shows us them. We never really get any true background story, but we see IG-88, we see Bosk. Boba Fett's the one that goes out and actually does the job, even though they all basically receive it. And it's really cool to have that moment where Boba Fett's able to accomplish that. And it means so much more now to the Star Wars canon and to the underground of Star Wars itself. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Empire Strikes Back Empire Strikes Back so different from the rest of the Star Wars films is we see so many different levels of this galaxy mm-hmm. all come into one. And it's the first time that we see the Emperor. Yes. Exactly. And exactly. okay, um before Sean gets into his top five, which Emperor version do you prefer? The weird monkey looking one or do you <laughs> like the re-adding of Ian McDermott's Emperor. There's something special about the original one, I still feel. There's something still like very classic 80s about it that I, I still like to watch even here and there when I'm on YouTube, and I like to re-watch that clip in particular. But um, the remastered one, I think it fits well with the prequels <laughs> in particular. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes sense. Um, but there's something about that 80s Palpatine, man. There's something about it that's still kind of I don't cool. think if they kept that original 
like work for Palpatine, I don't think it would have worked in Return of the yeah. Jedi. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I mean, I, I more, prefer more the nostalgic the 80s. than anything. Yeah, I prefer the eighties, but I feel like I'm going to prefer uh, him in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> That's the Palpatine <laughs> we're going to want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I prefer them adding Ian McDermott into Empire because it yeah. makes sense. Um, and. I don't think they should have added more lines to it. I think they could have kept it the same. Yeah, probably. Um, but I do like Ian McDermott being in it a little bit more than Baboon or Monkey-Eyed Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting version of that. Interesting. Uh, I guess I'll get into my top uh, five moments of this yep. film. Yeah. Um, Number five, I think it's the same thing as you guys, uh, the Battle of Hoth. I mean, it's so iconic. Yeah. Uh, just seeing, I think it's the most iconic battle in Star Wars history. It's or, definitely or one the of original my top, trilogy. It's definitely like one of my top five like battles. Mm. I mean, just that moment alone when they're trying to te- take down the ATAT with with their with the lines, and then it just goes down. And just seeing in just uh, we, the remaster version, it looks so clean. Mm-hmm. It does. It really does. And I've always wanted, like, like when I was out in the snow, like playing. I feel like we always wanted to do that scene alone, like, uh, like, yeah. like make it making a bunker and just like. Is it bad that right. I always recreated like Luke running off into the snowstorm um, from the Wampa Cave? No. 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 Did you see Obi Wan's Force Ghost in the process? What? Did you see Obi Wan's Force Ghost in the process? Did he speak to you? No, but I got cold. Did you look and you go, Ben? No, but I got cold and went back into my house. Smart. Smart. That's what Luke should have done. Rapscallion. And not get get frostbite. She went back. He would have been warm. But he would have been with the Wampa. No, Wampa had his arm cut off. He was going to die anyway. He could eat the Wampa meat. I mean, there's people that have their arms cut off and they live. It's a Wampa. It could have lived. I'm with the Folks, there's the new poll. There's the new poll. Can a Wampa live with one arm? I mean, dogs can live with... Uh... Sean, it's a Wampa. Okay. Oh, You're a Wampa, yeah. but if you lose... That's fine. Listen, I don't mind that. But it cauterized the wound, so he's going to be fine. Anyway, anyway, yes. Anyway. Yes, good point, good point. Yes, it's just like the scene in The Revenant, but not really. <laughs> Basically, yes. Uh, moving on to my number four. Um, I think it's, it has to be the, the introduction when the Millennium Falcon... Uh, goes into Bespin, and oh, I think it shot beautifully. It's it's a different uh, shot from because uh, from that moment forward, I feel like it tells uh, the whole movie's kind of dark, and then we go to straight to Bespin. It's like it's like a kind of a light of hope. To yeah, it's true. In a way, and yeah, I think I that, that I mean I think that. I think that uh, it's so cool to have a atmospheric, just 
Bespin. Bespin's one of my favorite planets. It's, it's so cool. It's different than because it's just a planet with it's just atmosphere. But then just wondering how people how the civilization built that. Um, I'll look that later. I know, I know you, I know you, what you put in there, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know what? Since I'm looking at it now. <laughs> <laughs> Great gif. 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 Jeff. whatever. Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Well, uh, um, one. Number three? Yes. yes number three. Uh, my number three probably has to be the I'm your father scene. I think it's that, that scene just I, so iconic for Star Wars. Uh, I mean, anyone who's seen Star Wars that probably can say the same thing. It's the most iconic scene. That's absolutely stupid. It's the worst thing that ever happened in Star Wars. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for your input. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right, keep going, Sean. Sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> I know. That's why I did it back. I don't think uh, Robin gets sarcasm. He's I get sarcasm. I, I know what you're doing. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't think so. Anyways, uh, for my number two, <laughs> that GIF is exactly um, what I just did. Uh, I haven't looked at it yet, but let me say my number two first before I look at it. <laughs> <Dude>. uh, <laughs> Two, two. Um, mine. I'm such a child. Uh, my number two has to be. Um, I think the same thing with you guys uh, with uh, meeting Yoda as well. I think it's 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 one of my favorite scenes too, and it's and it shows uh it's the journey to uh, Luke's uh, Force uh, for his Jedi journey. I mean, it's it's so cool. Uh, my, my number one, I think it's a little, not different, but I think it has to be the scene towards the, really, end, uh, the scene after Luke gets his hand cough, uh, chopped off by his father, and he is calling to Leia, and I think that's where he wow. unlocks his unpotential force, his, like, unlocking I, a level. I think that is Luke's, um, um, not Luke, Leia's unlocking of the force. I think I, 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 had, I think it's both, but I think I think it had it, been it blocked off for Leia until like something like that. I think it's Leia's first time unlocking, and then Luke's just like unlocking another level. He's like level five or whatever, and Leia's like, "Hey, <laughs> I leveled up." Level five paladin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, we're talking about. Leveling up in the Star Wars universe in movies. It's interesting. I Ray mean, did that too. Ray did that in Force Awakens. She leveled up by the time she was on Star Killer. Nope. She she was perfect from the moment we saw her. Sean, sure. Andrew. Andrew. I, was had... almost, I was about to yell at Sean, Andrew. <laughs> I, I was about know. to yell at Sean because of your comment, but that's wrong. Ray has been that. perfect ever since we saw her. She's had no issues. She's been perfect. Sean, did you finish your number one? I did, yes. <laughs> awesome. She has no flaws. She's a perfect. Sean, can we go to make it or break it? <laughs> yes, sorry. I was I was looking at the gap and I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just saying what every other Star Wars fan has been saying the last like four years. 
Well, which, what is, you guys- which what they're saying is not true anyway, but you know, because they're the fandom matters or whatever they are, um, they feel they aren't being parented to and they aren't special or they're the only ones that should make decisions for Lucasfilm or yes. something like that. I don't know. They have a one star rating on Amazon for their book, so they suck. <laughs> Robin, what's your make it or break it? My or... make it or break it here when it comes to Empire Strikes Back is um no just, just, um, no, just my... like that scene in yeah. Last Jedi. Salt. <laughs> so, Salt Bay. My make it or break it is if the Rise of Skywalker is to do one thing that the Empire Strikes Back did is and I, I think we may see this in particular is Luke's moment in the um, cave on um, on Dagobah where he has that moment with Vader and he takes his, <laughs> takes his head off and he sees his own face inside of it. I think we kind of had that in The Last Jedi when Rey was touching the basically the glass that was there and trying to find out who her parents were seeking answers. But I feel like Dark Ray is going to be that kind of moment for her. But that's that's going. Is to it going to be, gonna be Ray game. or is it going to be Kylo? Well, and I think that there's going. I think Dark Ray is just a manipulation on something else. Like there's going to be transitioning between Dark mm-hmm. Ray and then Kylo shows up or somebody else shows up within that. You know that that's that's how JJ probably wants to move forward with that and use that scene mm-hmm. is to have it be something really impactful. Much like that scene was in Empire Strikes Back, with uh-huh. Luke going to Vader and then seeing his own face, his own reality is that that is there's something more to that relationship between those two, and I think that that's my make it. And then for break it, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't think we really need a ground battle like Hoth. I don't think we need anything like that in particular. We got um, the space battles Jedi, gonna, pretty much. The space battles yeah. for us, so I, I don't think we need. Um, I, I feel like they already did a battle of Hoth with Crate. Like they tried to do that a little bit, um, and uh, they they already had their moment with that. So don't don't do that again. We saw that in Last Jedi. So move on from that style. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that, and those are actually pretty good points. Um, but my make it or break it for this would be: I would like an actual reveal. Similar to like the I am your father reveal Ooh. for Ray, whether it be about her parentage, something like really? that. I mm-hmm. want something that will challenge her inner self and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. I'll be finishing up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Break it. Um, Similar to you, I don't. I don't want another ground battle. Like, yeah, there can be like with the group itself, like battles there, but nothing like armies against each other or anything like that. Right, Sean. Sorry, I was laughing at the gift again. Robin, Robin, you gotta stop. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, my make it or break it. Uh, from my make it, I would probably have to say 
Um, I think uh, Lando should do another, uh, uh, do something similar with uh, a deal with Kylo Ren, like mm-hmm. what he did with Vader. I mean, I think it would be interesting to see. His, yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he, they don't have to do it like that, but I would love to see that. Something I mean, on would, the same idea as. The, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, my break it probably will ha- have to be. I think I'm in the same boat with you guys. With we don't need an- another uh, grand battle. It's. I don't think the the rise of Skywalker needs a like a huge huge battle at all. No, you're right. Besides the space battle, that's really about yeah. all it needs. So we really need, yeah. And then, and then there's then one on one versus Kyle and Ray or or yeah. whatever or two on two. We don't know what's gonna go happen, but uh, we'll figure it Palpatine out. Splits himself and his two Palpatines. <laughs> um, Palpatine's a clone. He cloned yeah. himself. We'll see. He did it in Legends, so yeah. We will we'll see. see. I I will say this: if the fans that praise the entire EU. Have any issues with Palpatine being a clone? I know. Get this: they're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Sorry for swearing. Wow, but that's a that's a that's a big statement. They are. If they have, they praise the legends. Yeah, fucking fantastic. It's a good, it's a good point, though. And then <clears> if they bring this in from Legends, because it is from Legends, yeah, and they complain about it. They'll be hypocrites, essentially. Yeah, because they accepted Thrawn when he came into Rebels. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. just turn around and say, oh, that's the only Legends that counts to canon to us. You can't have it that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take every little bit that they give to you. That's yeah. how it should be. Kind of like, like what happened with Snow Glittle. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much so. Well, guys, um, today we are about four days away from... The Rise of Skywalker. And we're basically halfway through this uh, review. So yeah, think, again, yeah. like I said, it's going a lot faster than I thought it was going to. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna it's gonna going. come it's gonna come fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it just <coughs> So like that, moment, folks, and there's so your like moment. That, that X-wing pilot, um, it didn't go in. It just breaks on the surface. <laughs> surface. Oh, that's oh. I, I think I think on in. that. I think on that think, note, Sean. I think we. <laughs> I think we should do a little thing that we a little bit of called. A little bit of called plug time. Plug time. Where the good people can find you, Mister Vote. They can follow me over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets, over on Instagram at the official vote, www.brickcityblockade.com. And also, I will say it on here make sure to hashtag inline for nine selfie, guys, when you are in line and you're getting yourself ready to go see episode nine Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, throughout the weekend. Make sure yeah. to hashtag your pictures with your families, with your friends, in line to see nine over there across social media on twitter and on instagram and on facebook we're going to share all those pictures out we're going to retweet them make sure you use that hashtag inline for nine or inline for nine selfie you'll see more details coming up when it comes to that andrew 
You guys can find me on Twitter at agarish1, Instagram, andrew62592, YouTube at Commander Nerd. Um, video will be up Friday of Day of Rise of Skywalker open night. And you guys can follow me on Twitter, show one Instagram, it's Zone Z. Uh, follow my music band camp. Band camp. SoundCloud and send me and follow me on Facebook. And this is the end of the show. And the force will be Always. Maybe. Goodbye. <laughs>